You don't get to pick, well, I'm going to take some love, but I'm not going to, and I'm going to take some power, but I'm going to put that joy. No, we get it all. And if we're growing in the character of Jesus Christ through the Holy Spirit, then joy is going to be increasing in our life. Joy is going to be increasing. God, wants, God is a joyful God, and he wants his children filled with joy. Jesus put it like this in John 15, 11. He said, all these things that I've spoken. Anybody ever read the Bible? Red letters, right? These things have I spoken to you, that your joy, that my joy may remain in you, and that your joy might be full. Uh, Jesus wants your life to be filled with joy, to, to just overflowing with joy. So what I want to do today is take a couple minutes and and one, let's let's describe what joy is. Sometimes I think we know what we think we know what joy is, but um, but do we do we really? Because uh, many times I think we confuse joy with happiness. Okay, so I think if something good happens and we're happy, then we think we're joyful. But if something bad happens and we're not happy, then we think we don't have joy, and and that's just not true. <clears throat> I was telling somebody. And actually, Danny Tice uh, up in Delaware, and um, I was saying, uh, hey, yeah, when I get back to uh, Tyler, I'm going to be speaking about joy. And um, then Yvette and I started to recount the things that were going on. You know, they say never pray for patience, right? Because then the Lord will give you time to practice it. So, we, yeah, ever since I sent my notes in <coughs> to Eric last week, excuse me. So we've had, um, right, our plane trip got canceled, and we had to fight and reschedule it. We got in late at night, 3 o'clock in the morning. Um, we had problems of power. The uh, thing at our house, the transformer blew up just before they were going to have a, a shower at our house. Our dog decided to, well, during the shower or just before the shower to make a really big mess, you know. Um, other flight situations went on. We didn't get a good report of my mom's health. On and on and on. These things that happened happened. And at the same time, I'm thinking, wait a minute, God, you want me joyful. And you know what I found out? I found out that even when things don't happen the way I want them to happen, there can still be an abiding peace. There can still be a presence that says, God, I thank you that no matter what we face, you are with us. God, I'm thankful that, that, that even though I, we had a bad report from, from mom's uh, physical situation, I can't tell you how joyful it made me for, to be able to hear her say, you know what? If the Lord doesn't heal me, I am ready to go see Jesus. I am ready to see your brother and your dad. I'm ready to spend eternity with... Man, I'm telling you, a few years ago, she wouldn't have been able to say that. And at the same time processing very difficult situations, I sense this abiding joy in my life. How does this happen? Well, because joy, it's an emotion. It's more than emotion. It's a positive emotion, but let me share with you a little bit of a definition, okay? Joy is an energy. It's a force. It's a power that's beyond my ability to generate. I can't create it. I have to get it, and we get it from God. Joy is a noun, and a noun refers to a person, a place, or a thing. And uh, what happens then is then when we put that into action, um, then that becomes, when we put that positive emotion into an action, then it becomes a verb. And so then, because I have joy, I can rejoice. Amen? Anybody here rejoice this morning because God is with us and God is for us and God's on our side and God's done great things in our lives. Amen? So are we, peop we are people who rejoice. One writer calls joy a supra-emotion. 
saying that joy can exist and joy can remain even in the midst of conflicting emotions, that there's still an underlying strength of joy. So pain and disappointment, uh, losing a job uh, can bring unhappiness into our life, but we can still have joy and say, God is my source and God is the one that supplies and God is the one that provides for me. Uh, just a couple of weeks ago, uh, um, a, a dear pastor friend here in Tyler, his son was killed in a, uh, in, in a terrible, horrible car accident and had been in communication with him. And, and it was such an, uh, just so unusual to hear him at one point say, we are devastated. We, 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 and, and to see him emotionally broken and distraught and, and barely able to put one foot in front of the other, but at the same time, then at the funeral, getting to hear him say, Sam, I, I, I know God's got us. And I, what joy that brings just to know that God's going to carry us through and God's going to be with us. Man, that's the type of joy that we need in our lives. Amen? So God is the source of joy. And because God is a God of joy, he, he is joyful and we too can be filled with his joy. So he doesn't want us just to have this knowledge that we can have joy. He wants us to be able to display this joy. And I've got to tell you, this is where God has been really stirring in my heart for some time now. I've been reading a book that talks about this. But, but Dr. Alan Shore, a guy from, this is a psychologist from UCLA, he defines joy like this when talking about relationships. He says, joy is someone who is glad to be with me. Joy is being the sparkle in someone else's eye. And, and, and I love this because, you know what, that validates, this scientific study validates what the Bible says. Some of you may have heard of um, the blessing. Has anybody heard the song, The Blessing, by uh, Carrie Job and uh, Stephen Furtick and whoever, else, the guy, I don't know his name, the Carnes guy, you know, but, uh, uh, right. And can I tell you, I really... I really don't think they know the fullness of what they're singing in that song. Because when you look at Numbers chapter 6, it says this. It says, And the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to Aaron. Aaron was the head of all of the priestly tribe, okay? He says, Speak to Aaron and to his sons, saying, This is the way you shall bless the children of Israel. Anybody want to be blessed in your life? This is how you bless the children of Israel. Say to them, The Lord bless you. The Lord, isn't that a great way to be greeted? The Lord bless you. Hey, just turn to somebody and tell them right. Say, the Lord bless you. Right now, just say, go ahead. Say, the Lord bless you. The Lord bless you. And then look what he says. And he says, and here's how he can bless you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Now, those are kind of words we go, what does that mean? What does it really mean? We, we read something very much like that in 2 Corinthians from the Apostle Paul, verse, uh, chapter 4, verse 6. He says, for it is God who commanded light to shine out of darkness, who has shown in our hearts, listen to this, to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. Do you know what he's really saying? He's saying this. He's saying, may you feel the joy of God's face shining on you because he's happy with you. I remember some time back talking to, a, uh, we were having a Wednesday night service and asking the folks, I said, when, when you go to the Lord in prayer, or when, when you go to read his word, 
what it, what's the picture that you have? And, and some people had, uh, well, I just, uh, he's just a buddy and we hang out. And some people said, uh, well, I just, uh, uh, different things. One, one person said, well, when I go to the Lord, it's kind of like the picture in the Wizard of Oz. Does anybody remember the Wizard of Oz? And there's this wizard up on the stage and he's got this big screen and they have to climb up the steps and kind of grovel their way up and fearful and trembling and what's behind this curtain and, you know, and, and pull the curtain back. Can I tell you, that's not who our God is. Can, can I tell you who our God is? Our God is somebody who hears that you're coming to see him and he begins to go, man, my kids are coming to see me. Our God, the face of our God, the scripture says here that God wants to bless our lives by letting us see his face light up when we come into his presence. I've said it before, but one of my favorite words in life right now is pop. Pop! (laughs) This morning, I was walking across the foyer out here, and I was uh, just walking across, and all of a sudden, I heard this voice said, Pop! And I looked, and there was Charlie, our little uh, granddaughter. And, um, and I looked at her face, and uh, I couldn't help but smile, not just because she's beautiful, but because she was eating a do- uh, sprinkle donut and had sprinkle donut all over her face, you know? <laughs> you know? But when she saw me and I just looked at her, she knows that she's welcome in my presence, and she knows that when I see her, it brings delight to my heart, and it brings joy to her just because she knows how much she brings delight to me. Can I tell you that's how your heavenly father feels about you? It's it's how he feels about you. I I feel sad for people that take God's word and they go, man, I got to read the Bible. Instead of going, wow, God has written me a letter And again, I love the Bible, but you know what? God doesn't want us to love the Bible more than the author of the Bible. Amen? Amen? I've got a book here. Okay. I heard you moan. Is that that you're not supposed to moan? You're supposed to rejoice. Okay. Yvette, you want to just stand up? I know you don't want to come up here. Would you like to stand up for a minute? You want to say hi to everybody? Making. I can do this. We're going separate directions this afternoon. We won't be together. So, right? so but all right. But this, um, I found, we, we found this, I was looking for something the other day and I found this is a scrapbook. Okay. This is a scrapbook that Yvette kept. And uh, in the scrapbook, I don't know where all the stuff is. Like uh, when we first started dating, uh, dating, I could not afford um, cards or anything else. So I bought a box, box of popsicle sticks and I used to give her a popsicle stick every day, every, uh, every Friday with a, a note on it. Go ahead. Oh, isn't that wonderful? So, um, so, but then I, you know, um, the Lord blessed and I was able to afford paper and, uh, <laughs> And so I would write her a letter like something like this. Dear Yvette, I just want to make sure this is a good one here. That's right. Okay. Yeah. There's some of these are not for your ears, but okay. Hey, babe. Hey, babe. I just wanted to let you know that I was thinking about you. I really feel good about everything. I guess I'm having to realize how little authority we have over many circumstances in life. That's still true. (laughs) 
All we can do is to be content in whatsoever state we find ourselves, knowing that in our weakness, Christ will be made strong. I hope you feel better real soon. Um, If there's anything you need or that I can do, please let me know. I love you, and I'll see you later. God bless you. Love, Sam. Wouldn't Wouldn't it be amazing if she just loved this letter and this book but didn't like me? You know? Wouldn't we have a problem? There you go, baby. Are you going to hold on to that? Okay. So. But, but can I, I just want you to get the picture that, that we, God loves us. He, he doesn't just have to love us, but he rejoices in a relationship with you. Amen? So may you feel God's face shining on you because he's happy with you. Can I tell you, if there's anything in your life that makes you think that God is displeased and happy and and, and doesn't love you and doesn't like you, can I tell you that uh, that's a lie from the enemy because everything that would have brought separation between you and God was taken care of by Jesus Christ uh, through his life, death, and his resurrection. Amen? It really was. Now, I know, I know that there are tough things that happen in our lives. I know that there's times, matter of fact, uh, um, a verse that I've quoted very often from Proverbs chapter 13, verse 12, it says this. It says, hope deferred makes the heart sick. Okay, it says, anybody ever, you've hoped for something, you've prayed for something, and, it, and it's just not coming to pass. But then the Bible goes on and it says, but dreams, when they come true, bring life and joy. They bring life and joy. Anybody ever had that happen? Man, you've hoped and you've waited and and all of a sudden, right, the struggle goes on, the pain goes on, but then comes joy. Then comes joy. I've got to tell you, one of the most beautiful pictures of this that I've uh, ever seen in my life uh, comes through the life of of RJ and Jennifer. Hey, let's welcome them this morning. They're going to come up. Amen. We love you guys. Oh, it's you. All right. And I want them just to share for a moment just a little bit of a, of a story that lives the scripture out, right? Yes. Hi. <laughs> so RJ and I got married in 2007, and we moved to Tyler in 2010. And in July of 2010, we, um, well, let me back up just a little bit. We decided we wanted to start a family. And so after trying, in July of 2010, we got pregnant and unfortunately experienced a miscarriage. And if you've walked through anything like that, it's pretty tough, but we held on to hope and wanting family. Um, Then, you know, you're trying and trying, and then in December of that same year, we experienced another miscarriage. And um, you go to doctors, and they say, you're fine. You have what is, what's called unexplained infertility. And it's like, okay. And uh, so you, you, know, you try, you believe, you try, you believe, and month after month after month comes, and you feel the hope, and then it gets shattered. And the hope, and it gets shattered. I am thankful for a body of believers that he placed me in, placed me with wonderful people, us, who would come at just the right time and go, hang on, it's on the way. 
Don't lose hope. It's on the way. And you do get heart sick waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting. But then, (laughs) October of 2012, I had gotten to the point where before I took a pregnancy test, I would ask the Lord, can I take one now? And he would go, yes or no. Most of them were no, don't, and I would do it anyway because I'm stubborn. And, um, but this time I was like, can I take one? And I heard, yes. And I'm like, okay. I took a test, and what do you know? I'm pregnant. And when you've experienced loss and that hope, it's almost like the enemy comes and says, don't hope too much. Don't hope too much. You know what's happened. In June of 2013, our baby girl, Avery Joy <laughs> Bry, was born. Woo! Yeah! Perfectly healthy. I had no complications in my pregnancy. And if you've met that kid, <laughs> she lives up to her name. Mm-hmm. And so, if you're hoping and you have that heart sick, hang on because he's faithful. Yeah. And one thing I can look back on now and say his timing was perfect. <laughs> I tried to get ahead, but his timing was perfect. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Woo! Yeah, I think you uh, you said it all there. Uh, yeah, if you see Avery, she's full of joy. She is our promise uh, from the Lord, you know, come true. And it's amazing just along the way that while you're hoping, while it seems to be deferred, you know, the Lord's faithful to put people in lives to remind you of how God is faithful and, and uh, how good he is and just to hold on and hold on. And then when it comes, it is just that tree of life, that, that joy that is just explodes. Amen. So uh, go ahead. And, and he's a God of more, more. than what you expect. <laughs> yeah. Because if you know us, we don't just have Avery Joy we have Ella Ruth and Nathan Robert, and they run all around this church like they own it. So. Well, listen, just amen. Come on, give the Lord a big hand for that. Amen. So, so when you see Jen up here worshiping and jumping and dancing, this isn't just because the beat of the song is right. It's because, man, the Lord has caused joy to flood and to fill their lives. And, and you guys, it was tough, right? I mean, it was just really, really difficult. But uh, let me ask you, so that the scripture talks about the, the pain of childbirth and the pain of waiting. Uh, has the joy um, been greater than the sorrow? Oh, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Amen. RJ, anything? Oh, yeah. I mean, to, to go through it, it's just, it's that much sweeter on the other side. You know, when you see it, um, the joy that, you know, that gift for us as a kid, you know, it could be different things for somebody else, but yeah, totally worth it. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you guys so much. Thanks for sharing your, your story with us. So uh, come on, give the Lord a big hand. Amen. You know, there's, there's something, uh, scripture that says something like, uh, sorrow may endure for the night, 
And you know, the thing is, we don't know how long those nights are going to be, do we? But you know what? But what comes joy? Come on, say it with me. Joy. Come on, say it one more time. Joy. It comes in the morning. Amen. And I'm telling you, God wants his people. He wants your life filled to overflow with, uh, with joy. Um, some of you know the story of my, uh, of my relationship with my dad, and we never really had a relationship, and I prayed for him to get saved for 38 years and, uh, and could go into a long story, but, but, on, but never heard him say the words, I love you. And it kind of always left this little stinging part, this little part in my heart that's like, man, I wish, you know, I've heard him say it to other people, heard him say it to Yvette, heard him say it to our kid, but just never could say it to me. But then the Lord gave a picture one day in a freedom appointment where he kind of just I said, God, is there anything you want to show me? And God, I all of a sudden saw this picture of the Lord looking down over from the, the walls of heaven. And I saw this big smile and this twinkle in God's eye. And he's saying, and he said to me, he said, you've always been a great son and I love you. And then he pulls my dad in and my dad says, you really are a great son and I love you. But can I tell you, there's times when sorrow wants to creep into my life. And, and can I tell you what? I look back, and, and I'm so thankful to, to hear those words from my dad, but just to see the glimmer in God's eye is that he delights in me as his son. Can I tell you, he delights in you as his daughter or as his son, as his child. He loves you. He welcomes you in to his presence, and he wants your life to be filled with his joy. So just real quickly, I want to give you a few ways that we can have our lives, uh, we can develop joy, have joy developed in our life. Okay, you ready? Um, this is uh, real quick. I'm going to go through this. And uh, if you would like a copy of this, we can email it out to you or something. But uh, Romans chapter 15, I, I didn't give the guys the scripture, so it won't be up there. You can write it down. Romans chapter 15, verse 13 says this. It says, now may the God of hope fill you with joy and peace in believing that you may abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. Uh, you know what that says? That says that no circumstance or situation in your life, I don't care how long you've struggled with it, how many times you've fought this battle, how many times you've had to come up like we did in the throne room this morning and draw a line in the sand. Can I tell you, if you'll keep your hope fixed in Jesus Christ, he'll bring peace and joy into your life that will cause you to, cause you to flourish and be victorious through the power of the Holy Spirit in your life. Amen? So let me just list a couple of ways that we can grow in joy. One is realize that God looks at you with delight. Realize. I, I, I just pray. As a matter of fact, I want to do this this morning. We might not get to all these. I want you just to um, close your eyes for a second and just ask the Lord. Say, God, would you let me uh, just see an image of how you look at me? And can I tell you, if you see any image other than a God's face that is filled with delight, okay, that's not the Lord speaking. God's not pointing his finger in your face. He's not telling you how bad you are. He's not telling you. He's looking at you saying, I love you. I delight in you. You bring joy. You, man, you put a twinkle in my eye this morning. And so Holy Spirit, for every one of my, my brothers and my sisters here this morning, I pray, give them that special vision that you look at them with delight. As a matter of fact, I'd say, just let them see the picture, God, of the truth of your word where you say you dance over us with joy. That you rejoice, you love your sons and daughters, you love your people so much 
that it just causes you to dance and to rejoice. And God, what a joy that brings to our hearts and to our lives. Amen? The second thing I would say is that uh, welcome the Holy Spirit. Say, Holy Spirit, I know that there's maybe, if this is true in your life, God, there's been a lack of joy in my life. I ask you just to fill my life with your joy and then begin to cultivate joy. You know, one of the, one of the primary aspects that brings joy into our lives is a heart of gratitude. Just begin to count the blessings of God in your life, that God has given us air, he's given us food, he's given us family, he's given us friends, he's, he's he just on and on and on, just begin to, to express to the Lord your thanks for all that he has done. And as we do that, the Bible says that a joyful heart does good like medicine. I mean, we, it just begins to lift our spirits when we appraise him for all of the good things that he, do, he does. That joy will then, uh, it'll, it'll drive out sorrow. It'll drive out anger. It will lift our spirits. It'll brighten our countenance. It, it'll it'll uh, cause what's in our heart to be reflected on our faces. <coughs> Excuse me. Number four, draw close to Jesus, okay? In his presence, the Bible says, in the presence of the Lord, there is fullness of joy, I don't know what your picture of Jesus is. Maybe he's just some sad old guy walking. But I'm telling you, Jesus is joyful, and he wants to pour that joy into each and every one of our lives. If you don't believe it, I would challenge you to look at the Bible. Look in the Bible and just look how many times that the Bible mentions joy. Do you know there's over 300 references to joy in the Scriptures? Even when you think about the Old Testament, we think, oh, it's just all kinds of law and legalism and, and, and sacrifices. Can I tell you that there's more discussions, that there's more instructions about celebration in the Old Testament than there is sacrifice? I'm telling you, if we've got a picture of some mad, angry, unhappy, mean God, we've got the wrong picture. He is a God of love. He is a God of joy. And he wants to flood our lives with that. Then I would encourage you to be vigilant in pursuing joy in our lives. Don't be passive about it. Be aggressive about it, okay? It's not just a personality trait. It's a promise from God. God has said, I will fill you with my joy, and the joy, my joy, shall be your strength. So be passionate about it. And then the final thing I would say is pass it on. Pass it on. And in just the last couple of minutes here today, I want to do that. I want to I do that. Can we do just a little exercise? It, um, can you, can we, is that okay with everybody this morning? Not, not physical exercise. I wouldn't be okay with that either. But I'm just a, all right, just a, a little exercise. You know what? When, um, when, I, when I come home, and uh, Yvette always, almost always, um, comes and she greets me, okay? She'll get up from whatever she's doing, stop whatever she's doing. And she comes and she greets me and she welcomes me home with a, with a hug and with a kiss and, and wants to take it further. And I, no, babe, no. But I just, uh, <laughs> so. hope deferred, sad. No, that's <laughs> right. But, but there is just <laughs> I got that picture in my mind now. <laughs> That's right. But there's but there's there's just such there's a delight. It, it just it brings joy to my spirit to, for her to know that she's glad I'm home. 
And can I tell you that, I, I, you know what I wonder? I wonder what it would be like as a church if every person who came into this church, they knew that we were thrilled, that they brought delight into our lives just by being there. Wouldn't that be a, wouldn't that be a, great, place to, a great place to live in a home like that? Or how about a church? Can I tell you what will happen? We won't, be able to, we won't be able to drive people away if they know that we delight that they're here. And so I want us to practice this this morning, all right? Jules, I'm delighted that you're home. Guys, welcome Jules home. She's home from her missions trip. To... She suffered for Jesus in Hawaii, right? So, <laughs> so uh, I-, I want you to do this. I want you to, if we can, okay. It's good to see you, Danny. You're always, it always brings joy when you're here. Steve Rybacky. Thought about you early this morning when I was praying. And, and I don't know what's your perspective of how God feels about you, but can I tell you, every time I see you, it brings joy to my heart, man. It brings joy. I, I, would you just take just a moment, just a quick moment, if you can, if you're close by, turn to somebody there by you. And if there's, don't, don't let anybody miss out on this, all right? Just turn to somebody and just tell them, just, would you just look into their eye just for a minute? Don't, don't say anything. Just look into their eyes and let them see delight in your eyes for them. Glad you're with us this morning. I really do. I pray that the Holy Spirit would so fill you. Rick Labicki. I don't know what you think, man. God thinks about you, but can I tell you? It brings joy to my heart every time I see you, man. Would you do it? Just just turn to somebody. Go ahead. Jimmy, come on. Turn around, turn to somebody, guys. Just turn to somebody. Just take a moment. Carl, find somebody. Come on, okay? Just turn to somebody. Hey, Corey, you guys. Vicky, y'all, come on. Just, just look into somebody's eyes, and then after a moment... Just tell them, I am delighted, I am delighted that you're here this morning. Tell them, say, God loves you, and I love you this morning. Hey, Tim, Tim Anderson, I love you, man. Love you guys. David, I love you, man. Victoria, I don't, Victoria, I don't know the young lady back there. Did you take care? Yeah, let her, okay. Katie, you bring delight to my heart every time I see you. Steve, RJ, I do, buddy. Every time I look at you, man, I delight in you, brother. Oh, God. Do you hear that this morning? Do you hear it? 
Would you stand with me this morning? Jason, I love you, man. I pray that you know how much the Father just delights in you. Mitchell, good to see you, man. You're always welcome here, buddy. God, I pray today. Church, would you just lift your hands with me? God, I pray today that there would never be a time that one of my brothers or sisters ever think, God, that they're not wanted, that they're not desired, that they're not, God, that they're not welcomed. God, we all got stuff. We all got flaws. We all blown it. We've all messed up. We've all got needs. God, we all need help. But in the midst of it, you look at us with such great joy. God, may we always be people who put a twinkle in your eye. I pray that you'd give us eyes to always be able to look beyond the natural, God, and see in your face, but also see in the face of our brothers and sisters. Just, God, just your love, your acceptance, your joy. Let your joy fill every life. Why don't you just ask him, God, just fill my life with greater joy. Come on, just say, God, fill my life with greater joy. Oh, may your joy so flood our lives that no matter what comes into our life, no matter what circumstance, what situation, what difficulty, God, that we can go right on through it because the joy your joy, your presence in our life is our strength. Oh, God. God, today, God, today, I pray that you would help us to be a church. God, that when people come in, Lord, they see in our eyes just a sense of delight that they're here because we get to share your love with them. Father, I pray you bless every one of my brothers and sisters today. God, minister to them, meet their needs, fill their lives with your love and your joy, your peace. In Jesus' name we pray. And all God's people said, amen, amen, amen. amen. Hallelujah. I want to go around and every person, I want you to know it. Matt, I want you to know it, man. I mean it, buddy. I really do. Delight in you every time I see you. More in Nicole, but you as well. So that's right. <laughs> you know, right.